there you are. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> How are you, Sunshine? Are you here? Are you rolling on? Are you? Thanks <laughs> <laughs> about you. I'm I'm well. I'm adjusting to the temperature change. It's getting cold here. Green. Thank you. I miss it. Oh. <laughs> I'll be back soon. I'll be back soon. Barbados, man. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Lush and beautiful. The energy. Oh my gosh. You can feel it. Welcome to the Lift Oneself podcast, Risa. I'm so thankful you're here with me. Thank you so much for having me. Emma, it's a joy. So let's take a breath together. I'll ask you to close your eyes and just begin breathing in and out through your nose. And just focus on your breath and just drop into the body and relax. And just focus on your breath and open the heart. Just allow everything to flow. And I'll ask you to bring in an intention for the podcast inside yourself. Just bring whatever intention you want to bring forth in this conversation. And just allow it to come up into your mind. And just be with it. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. How is your heart doing? Um, my heart is be heavy, man. With just the state of the world and state of humanity, and so he's been trying to fill it with the other joys, you know, that familiar happiness and music and beauty and them kind of things. Yeah, I hear you so, on the strike balance. Yeah, yeah, I hear you on the heaviness because. It's, it's uh, for myself, I can find it challenging being a sensitive human. Some people call it empaths that I can feel the sensitivity and the vulnerability and I can be in that. And then seeing the pain and anguish that people are carrying and don't know how to be honest with it and to yeah. still be in joy when you see all that violence and brutality, it's heavy. I want to ask you, I'm very curious, what brought you into singing and that having that wonderful voice that you do have hey it's just a gift that i discovered i had from early my family would hold concerts like family concerts just get together and sing and dance and do all kind of nonsense and yeah so i, I discovered myself at home and i had a, a tape recording singing a gospel song at three years old just from at home and kicking it with the family <laughs> Yeah. So so it's been there all. And I'm thankful that your family nurtured that because not everybody has that. It was a, it, you know, it was just a fun thing when yeah. I was growing up. My mom used to sing too, or she still does rather. She still sing with yeah. the choir. And when she was growing up, she was in a, a group with her sisters and cousins and going around Barbados and singing Michael Thompson and Clarence Thompson, also mm-hmm. relatives. Also, Barbadian musicians, vocalists. So, yeah, it was 
I love but yeah, it. my mom still it. wanted me to get good education and get a good job and not really pursue music as a career, so to speak. Mm. Maybe become a doctor or a lawyer or something like this. So although it was the atmosphere was there, she still, my, my mom still wanted me to probably do something else. Yeah, the pressures of parents. Yeah. Because, you know, being an artist and a musician, it's not always a a very easy path. And there's a lot of challenges and a lot of um, struggles that you can you have to face. And every parent wants the best best for their their child. Yet I'm I'm thankful you're following your heart and following your gift. And, you know, we uh, like myself, I can speak for myself and I'm sure there's many others are very thankful for being honored with your gift of voice. And as Thank I was so mentioning before the podcast, I want to know if you've ever, um, if you're ever in Barbados, anybody that's listening, I highly suggest you Google the right side of red, the band, they play almost every night somewhere in Barbados, mostly in the <laughs> Christchurch area. And um, I have experienced them on a Wednesday, on a Friday, on a Saturday, and even on a Tuesday, because you started on a Tuesday too. Yeah. It is a delight to be in your energy. And I want to know, how do you cultivate that energy and and balance? Because what I'll let the listeners know is that you're a mother of seven children. Yes. And in those seven, you have triplets. Correct, correct. <laughs> well, you Sometimes know. I don't even believe in myself. What? <laughs> Seven. And if you see this lady, you would not ever imagine. Um, like the energy and the beauty that radiates out of you. How do you find the balance? And, and how do you, where does that energy come from? It's a lot. It's a lot. Um I myself, I went through a mental break, what we would call a nervous breakdown here in Barbados. And so from that experience and spending time in psychiatric hospital, I, I really had to look into my look into myself and look into life and what what really causes us to to take and to think and to be passionate about things and to not be passionate about things to love and to hear and to yeah I know what else to say so is mindfulness is mindfulness and awareness is meditation is yoga is exercising is eating properly Mm -hmm. I was on a vegan diet for a while I added fish back into my diet uh, my eating really causing in the day nothing so yeah being conscious of what you consume not only in your mouth but through all the rest of receptors or your ears and your eyes and everything yeah because you are what you eat so if you're consuming yeah. negativity all the time that's the only thing you can create in life very so true. I get to over that, yeah, we, we are creators and we are creating this reality that we exist in, in today. And we have a responsibility. Once you know, you should do better, I think. Mm-hmm. 
It's the application at times. That's not, yeah. a, that's the most challenging um, because we can have knowledge yet. It's the application to bring forth the change that sometimes people forget that, you know, once you know better, it doesn't mean that you're not going to make mistakes. It's sure, to keep yourself sure. accountable that when you recognize the mistake that you will do better and have grace for yourself. Yeah. Um, Cause grace I think enjoy and then failing moments to know that you figure out something not to do again, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. not succeed or whatever the case is. Yeah. So it is to reframe that conversation about feeling and yeah. Loving yourself more. Mm-hmm. And even the parts that you hate, it's about integration. And that's the most challenging part. I call it, some people call it shadow work or inner child. Yet those parts that you hate, if you separate and push them away, you're splitting yourself and you're splintering yourself and you need to be whole. And that's a lot of work. Did you find that when you were taking that time to do that inner work, did you find those parts where you hated and were able to integrate them in? It's still doing that work. Yeah. Continuously. So, you know, you're always finding something else to, yeah, to integrate and to, to work out and to work through. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. It's work. It's, and I call it warrior work because it's warrior work to keep your heart open. It is a lot of warrior work. And the only time Correct. you feel alive is when your heart's open. You know, and thank you for being so vulnerable and allowing us to have a sneak peek of what it is to be human in your experience. Yeah, for sure. So it's for not- sure, I've been slipping up and getting to, getting to that negative thinking. I'm beating up myself and getting upset with people. And yeah, so it's, it's a continuous something. Yeah, to practice because it's a practice. It's not something that, oh, I know how to get to. It's like continuously have to practice and remind yourself and find, you know, new tools to strengthen and stuff. Hey, hey, sharing is caring. So I want to let you know about this elixir in a bottle I discovered for myself. It's called Magic Mind. It's sourced with all natural ingredients. Since taking this, I have much more energy. Brain fog is lifted. I'm able to focus And most of all, productivity is up. I'm able to complete tasks from A to Z. And I don't know about you, yet for me, when I get things done, I have a sense of fulfillment that has me feeling good. Unfortunately for me, I'm not able to take caffeine. I used to be able to, yet now just gives me the jitters and anxiety goes up. And then I have a really hard crash. So discovering Magic Mind has been a blessing for me. And I just want to share it with you, the listeners. So for the next 10 days, you're able to get 40% off your subscription. Yeah, 40% off. Go to the website, www.magicmind.co forward slash lift. M-A-G-I-C-M-I-N-D dot C-O forward slash L-I-F-T. And if you just want to try out their samples, use my discount code for the 20% off, which is LIFT. L-I-F-T. You don't know what you need until you try it. And let me tell you, I'm thankful I did try it because my life has shifted. Tell us about your children. I have four girls and three boys. I had two girls and two boys and I thought I was done. 
and then I found myself pregnant again. I don't know how how they do this. <laughs> and I wanted to have a home birth. All right, so I had two girls and two boys. Reina is 21. Kayera is going to be 18 in December. Ruben is 13. Kadamawi is six. The triplets are going to be four this month. Wow. So, yeah, I got 21 to the four-year-old. Wow. That's a whole special. So I was telling you, I gone to get this home birth thing, though. And the doula tell me I need to have at least three visits with the doctor just to have something in case of emergency, you know, that you got a note and you ain't just in thin air or whatever. So you go on to the doctor now and get the routine thing. I tell myself, yeah, as a G, as a old veteran, this thing. And lo and behold, two heads and then a third one people around the corner. And everybody's so excited that they were there in a flood of emotions and just can't contain myself. <laughs> it was crazy. It still is like a roller coaster, right? These three little people, three totally individual personalities, different, different, different. <laughs> yeah. Um, in any of your pregnancies, did you experience any postpartum depression? I wouldn't say that I did. I always wanted to have children and have a family and be a mother. I always like I used to I grew up in church, so I used to be in the nursery section and in the back of the church with the mothers and the babies to hand on and I got people's children outside and yeah, so I always wanted to be a mother. Mm-hmm. Um but I did have abortions and after these times was depression. And we don't understand like what we'll hormonally be doing to ourselves mm-hmm. to terminate a pregnancy. I mean, I'm not saying that is something to not do or something to abandon thinking about because it's certainly circumstances where you don't want a pregnancy. But giving yourself that grace and that time to heal after such an ordeal is necessary because you think that, okay, you get rid of a pregnancy and life goes on as normal, but it doesn't. You got hormone surgery. Your body was just preparing to carry life and nurture life. And it's crazy like to, to think about what women do to themselves sometimes. What yeah. I did to myself at that time. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm very thankful for your vulnerability. And I think, you know, when I say postpartum too, cause a lot of people don't realize it may not be like some people want to be a mother yet. There's a chemical change that goes on. And I don't yeah, think I there's enough. So much. Yeah. After giving birth, like even an abortion or giving birth, there's hormone change. And a lot of women feel uncomfortable to even discuss the postpartum afterward. And thank you for bringing that forth too about the abortion because it's a grief. It's a grief yeah, that definitely a loss. it is like it, it was a decision. And so honoring and giving yourself some time to adjust with that, because yes, it may be like, Oh, I don't want this in my life yet. There's still a loss in that. And a lot of times we just want to keep it going and don't want to yeah, feel, yeah. feel our emotions, but it will catch up on you. It, it, you don't like suppression is a real thing and it's like you yeah. can keep going and going but eventually it's going to be like the body's like I can't I, I'm not able to do it anymore and this stuff has to come out now and um, it's better to deal with it at the time than to ca- keep carrying it and it's a build up 
either way it's work yet the latter um, it's a lot of work. Yeah, and can you tell us what your self-care looks like? How do you care for yourself? How do you take care of yourself? First thing I try to be organized. I try to plan what you can do. Contrary to popular belief. But I, I try to be mindful and aware of what's going on so that I can prepare myself for things and I don't be scrambling and all over the place. Um, yeah, eating properly. I need to have tea in the morning, some kind of something hot. Um, mostly like ginger, some kind of mucus busting something. Because as a smoker, I, my, the mucus is be building up and it's be problematic for me singing. Yeah, once once everything organized and all together and everybody taken care of, like the morning routine is craziness, just get everybody ready out the house. And so that's where the preparation is be. My mom helps me a lot with my laundry and clothes and things. So I I, I depend on her to keep stuff together and then my stuff is be together. I, I got to burn the incense. I got to sweep the place every morning before I do anything. Mm-hmm. It's normally have a spliff mm-hmm. after like the sweep up and thing and my ball movement has come like clockwork once I roll the spliff and I light up, I go into the toilet and yeah, that's that's a, a real key component in my life too because I don't know how people is going without going to the bathroom and being constipated and elimination is a big part. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to do exercising either in the morning time, like the ambrosial hours for 30 to 7 or in the evening time. Okay. The maximum is that. Of course, I don't always get done in that timing. So whenever I get a little workout, that's another elimination, a good sweat. Um, I got a lot going on with the music, so just keeping up with rehearsals with the band, and I got another show going on out for Soul Sundays. That's my own vibe, open mic and thing. Yeah, just organizing and organizing. I'm I working on a vocal training artist development program. Nice. So, yeah, just hashing that out and getting the content together for the program itself and trying to define what categories, classes, beginners, the children, all the good stuff. Yeah. Do you sleep? So I got a lot of work during the day. Yeah, I need to sleep. I don't sleep during the day. But if I do get a chance to, okay, be working. Wednesday, we, we choose the gig, get called off for a little while because okay. the place wasn't doing so good. So we work in Wednesday to Saturday, and then I do Sundays with just me and Daniel for the lunchtime at Hilton. Yeah. So I work in five days. Mondays, I stay there to just, to just rest. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I try to make sure I get at least six hours of sleep at night. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, sleep is really important. How would you um, define the balance that you find in life? Because you got a lot of moving parts right now. It's just like it's just like dynamic, and I try to take it as it comes. Because you got your highs and you got your lows, you got your really really busy times and you got your downtime that you can rest and just take it as it comes, take it in stride. And as a musician in Barbados and. A tourism climate, depending on 
the season, most of the time. But I find since the pandemic and everybody just looking for stuff to do, now that we like getting back out there, it's just been really, really busy with the music. So I don't see it. I don't see it taking a break. But in those times, you really had to take take the highs when you get them and try to plan, you know, and make the resources last to compensate for the times when you're not doing stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, you know, just like a like a show, like a, a set of music that we do. And we start off on a high note and then go down low and do a couple slow songs and then pick it back up and get quick and then let the people take a breather and do a couple more slow ones and then left it on a high note and finish up on a bang, whatever the case is. So it's just highs and lows and ups and downs and recognizing what time it is. So when you're doing your shows, do you do you feel the energy of the audience and that's where you guys are going to flow with how you're going to do your set? Definitely, 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 definitely. Um, Daniel is the one who calls the set and he's trying to, to mimic a DJ playing for, playing for a dub or a party. And he he's studied like DJ sets. If mm-hmm. he driving in his car, he listening to the DJ set and making comparisons to where we where we could go with our set. And so definitely we feed off of the, the audience and what, what energy they're giving us off or we'll be giving them. And maybe they want more of that or maybe they want something different. So we, we don't ever have a plan set. So it's going off of the energy. Yeah, just um, feeling like yeah, because unless it's like a wedding or some special occasion. Yeah, even that though, you you go off of a certain energy because you may have a certain yeah, idea. You have something set up, and then when you get there, you vibe different, and it just works to suit. And I think that's really important for an artist to be able to go off of the energy, not just like the structure. Yet you need a lot of freedom to feel the 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 energy because it's going to be a relationship and you have to be able to feed them while they feed you so that it's a dance of energy and flow with the frequency and the, the vibe. Am I giving it Certainly a good detail? Correct. Exactly correct. Because as much as you're feeding us, we have to feed you too to amplify that and to grow it and to really be, it's like for me, if you're really in the vibe of music, it's a sacred space to allow yourself to open up to really, if you're really listening to the lyrics, listening to the instruments, listening to the tempo, the cadence, it can bring you into a meditative state. And I believe that's what every artist wants to bring their people into is this sacred space of opening up and being in a vibe. How long have you been, how long have you been in the band together and who started the band? Right. Center. I've been together for about five years now. Yeah. And we were together in another band, uh, supporting another artist, Bagina Kente, fully loaded. Yeah. They get yourself my brother. Um, So he got us started any reggae vibe and we were touring back and forth to Qatar and I decided to stay home and be with my family and create more family and the guys were still on tour but then they finally uh the contract just finished they got somebody else or 
whatever happened, they were here in Barbados. And Jamal, the drummer, he's who decided to put together just a musical site to do something while, while they were waiting for another contract, basically. They did eventually go back out to Qatar, uh, maybe a couple of years after. And we did, we did a wedding in Greece and some other stuff were fully loaded. Um, but then eventually Buggy decided to, to stop performing. And he got married and living, you know, a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And not that getting married gonna stop you from being an artist or performing, but that's just what he decided to do. Different um, chapter. He recently, yeah, he recently bring out another band and doing solo stuff and trying to build, trying to build his fan base again. Um, we're gonna do a show together actually. My King Man Watu. He has a, a reggae band too, and he's gonna do a unity concert basically for independence called Interdependent. And the slogan is banded as one. So I think it's really clever and I think it's really good to towards unification because that's the only way that we can really make an impact and make a change in whatever's going on together because we can't do it alone. So yeah. I love yeah, that you great. guys are using the word interdependent interdependent yeah. it's not about independence not about de- being dependent it's the interdependent we all need each other we all need each other yeah right. i look forward to this and i look forward to like you said you you're doing it solo with daniel on the um sundays and how is that how how was that not being with the band and singing on your own and how are you finding that vibe mm, it's always good to be with the band you know that that energy just yeah. human energy because we use tracks um when we just break it down to Daniel and I but for a long time the hotels have been cutting down their budget for entertainment so most of the time it's just duos or one-man band going and doing dinner set just as background music or whatever so yeah I just take it but it is it has become something I've been doing that at the Hilton for a little while um, when the guys had left for Qatar in the first instance, I wasn't I wasn't with them. So I was here and I was forging my own my own brand and looking for money because that's what it was really about. Just hustling, you know, to make ends meet and to provide for my family. So I was doing that that kind of hotel work. Every musician in Barbados does hotel work or yeah. has done hotel work at one point. Or another to cause get that's money. The, that's yeah. the market. Yeah, yeah. that's the market. That's the the tourists. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I enjoy, I enjoy singing. Period. So, could just put me there. Let me sing acapella. Yeah, you you were singing in the um, what, is it Rupus? That when we were getting our late time snack after yeah. um, one of your sets and yeah, you're just singing. And I was like, do you ever stop singing? And it's like, no, it's <laughs> just a gift. And it's, it's a beautiful one. And I'm very thankful that we're blessed with it. I'm going to bring you into a reflective question. I'm going to ask you to go to your 18-year-old self. So I'm going to ask you to take this awareness and go back to your 18-year-old self 
And you have three words you can tell your 18-year-old self that will carry them through the journey. What would those three words be? You are enough. And is there a reason for that? I guess it was like at that point, like fighting to prove my worth, I guess, in my own self after being a teenage mother and coming up in church, especially in Caribbean setting, is a lot of judgment and thing attached to that particular event. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and then with the singing and still trying to figure out if if I was valuable enough or talented enough or yeah, so. Yeah. And you are enough. You're more than enough. And you give so much people around you that vibe and that electricity of just feeling important. That smile that you give to people just allows them to feel seen. And that's what all of us in the core want to know that are we seen and are we valued? And you extend that to everybody that comes into your presence. It's just electrifying and it's beautiful energy. Is there anything that you would like to leave with the listeners? Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door is open. Thank you. Where can the listeners find you? On social media platforms, Facebook, Risa Garns, uh, IG. You can find me as Risa Garns. So my handle is love, N-F-Y-A-H, fire, love and fire. Uh, right side of red. We performing almost every night, Wednesday to Saturday night on the south coast of Barbados and Hilton Sunday afternoons. Super Soul Sundays, come and get some good music for the soul, good food for the soul. Um, that is a more therapeutic session for me. It, it turned out to be for other people too, but it was ready for me to really get to express these parts that somehow get boxed in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we did. Yeah. Thank you. With the regards to what you did with your inner work, are you ever like holding space for other women to talk about their mental health or explore the things of pressures that some women don't even realize that they're in? We we want to talk about holding spaces like that. I ain't really come to fruition yet. So okay. I think the most of us, we need that safe space to just be honest with ourselves. And it can be so challenging to do yet when somebody can hold that space for you, there's so much of a release that you can start to make sense of it from the inside out, not trying to grasp outside to make people be your savior or mm-hmm. try to figure things out. It's that, oh, I can make sense of this from the inside out. Yeah, um, I definitely hold space for my closer ones um, in this in this Caribbean culture is, you know, a lot to trust someone with your deep private yeah. concerns or whatever. So it's a selective thing at this moment. Um, so as you say, to, to really be vulnerable and open and honest is, is difficult. So I, I, yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, it, it's, 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 and I understand that sometimes when people are talking to me, they're like, I've never told anybody this and I don't understand why you're a stranger. And I'm, and it's like, I just have that gift for people to finally feel like they can breathe mm-hmm. and open up and not feel threatened with it and not feel like it's going to be used as an attack against them. 
that feeling of judgment or a threat that you're going to now use my vulnerability against me. I want to thank you for extending your time because that is the most valuable. Thank you so much for having me. Things that we have continue to light the world like you do because we benefit from it and we need you here as beautiful and as brilliant and as radiant as you are. So please and keep you and you. Thank you. And keep please keep. Sweet. I will. I will. And please keep taking care of yourself. Take those times to nurture yourself. As you said, like, you know, seven children, uh, being a daughter, being a partner, being a friend, a, a woman, everything. Yet it's like, I got to take care of self in me. So please do that because we benefit so much from that electrifying energy. And so you need to be able to always make sure that your cup is always full and we just get what flows over. So keep that cup always full. Okay. Enough respect, my sister. Love you. And always remember to be kind with yourself. Ever since you tell me that the first time, I keep hearing you say so. It's something I (laughs) leave with everybody. Yeah, because we don't do it. We're always told to be kind with other people. Yet it's like, are you actually being kind with yourself? And most times a lot of people are saying, well, I'm trying to, or I've never even heard that. Like, of course I am. And it's like, they never, and you know, once you do your inner work, you realize everything is from the inside out. But we think, well, if I'm kind with somebody else, then that kindness will come to me. And it's like, no, everything starts from the inside mm-hmm. out. And we, it's a, it's a shift with your perception. And that's just my signature of giving people an inclination to go inward with this. Remember to be kind to yourself because a lot of people, it disrupts them. And they're like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And it's yeah. like, yeah. Go into that portal. It's if like I almost died eight years ago. So that's what brought me mostly into my portal. As you said, with your breakdown, that brought you into your portal. And it's like, I want to be where you don't need these big disruptions to go into the portal. Like you don't, it's, it, unfortunately humans learn from pain and suffering and that's what makes us change. Yet, if I can facilitate a different way where it doesn't have to be so heavy and and so much work to release, then I want to give that 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 inner work. That's where your power is, and to remove the stigma around mental health. Because, like you said in the Caribbean, it's like scorned, and you try to be vulnerable, but then everybody wants to label it because nobody wants to really deal with emotions. They don't want to yeah. see the array of it. And it's like. We're human beings. We have to be able to express this. There's more emotions than just sadness and anger. There's a whole array of of it. And if we don't allow ourselves to have context, we're not able to heal and grow in a way to thrive. If you trust in a higher power, God, Jah, Allah, universe, whatever name you call divinity, that you're able to really trust that. And a lot of people say they trust it, yet they don't know the walk of it and it's like it's, yeah, I, call, I, I myself is get caught in a trap it's it's difficult it's it's challenging to trust into those things like what you don't see to trust it and know mm-hmm. that you know the universe has your back and some of the challenges that you go into it's for your growth but it doesn't feel like it when you're going through it yet having that trust of really coming out of that dogma and trusting that 
your message that that God is or Jar or whatever name you, is your message. Nobody can tell you what your message is. And mm-hmm. we it wasn't a three way call neither. Other people can't tell you. They can give you some insight that possibly you aren't seeing certain things, but it's a direct conversation that you are getting that you have to honor and protect also. So I'm thankful you have been listening to your gift and the challenges with your mother and, you know, wanting something different for you yet. You're, you know, commanding the pen of your story. And mm-hmm. thank you for that. Cause I you're opening- a raster and then I got this tattoo here is, uh, is a, a symbol of all religions, all spiritual indoctrination or whatever you want to call it. It's just different paths to get to the same destination. So yeah. it don't matter. Once you're looking to get to that higher place, to that higher power, to that higher being. Yeah. And yourself. Yeah. And it, we, we speak the same language. Yeah. All religions are just uh, different rivers that end up in the ocean, different rivers that finally get there. It's not one's better than the other, or it's just different paths and it's Correct. different ways to experience life. That's why we need diversity. Cause if we were all the same, we would be banging up to in each other and things wouldn't be able to grow. You need the friction. You need the contrast. You need the diversity and we can honor and respect each other also in that process. My thing is remember to be kind to yourself because if you're kind, then you're able to listen and you're able to be in that higher power and listen to that voice and, and follow that guidance and not the world's um, guidance. You're in it, but you're not of it. And that can be challenging. Thank you. It could definitely be challenging. Yeah. Cause it's, and a lot of biblical principles, you know, I, I take with me and find the truth to them. Yeah. Got to make it make sense for yourself. Make sense from the inside out. Just listen. So that, I think that's what's lacking in the most of everybody is just being able to listen. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. Like I said, remember to be kind to yourself and be playful. Thank you for making it all the way to the end. I appreciate you and your time. If you found anything of value in this conversation, please share out the podcast, share it through your emails, social media, and also please like and subscribe so that we can grow the community and expand the dialogue. Until next time, remember, be kind and playful with yourself.